Spartanburg's got it. Three seconds. Moore. Miller. And Miami wins it. They have to go check it, but he got locked. Game's over. Just a great win for the Sooners, and they needed it. And Meyer throw it down at the buzzer. And that'll do it. The Oklahoma Sooners win it 72-67. And they're into the semifinals here at the Big 12 Championship. Jones heaves it. It hits the top of the backboard. Time runs out. A comeback for the ages for TCU over Texas. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford with you on a Friday, our final Friday before the madness truly begins. So I think it's already underway here with upsets mm -hmm. yesterday in conference tournament play. TCU takes down Texas. We were all wrong on that. My Bears go out early in the Big 12 tournament, and Miami survives with a buzzer beater there. We had some more close calls. Nova barely pulls it out against St. John's. So a crazy day in college basketball. The 60 games lived up to the fun, lived up to the hype. We got a lot to touch on tonight. We'll do a lot of college basketball. A few minutes here, we'll get into the uh, reaction and the situation with the Sixers-Nets last night. Football had a major trade. Baseball is back. We got a lot going on, Joe. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on, and uh, there's a, a new bed delivery, which I'm sure is going to happen at some point during the show today. It's like there's a lot of chaos, a lot of yelling this morning, trying to get the kids out of, out of, out of the house into school, but uh, I'm jacked for today, for this weekend, and when we show up on Monday, man, is the sports landscape going to be different? We're, we're going to have people at spring training. We're going to have all sorts of moves in baseball free agency. We're going to have our brackets that we're going to be breaking down. So I can't wait. Uh, but there's a lot to uh, lot to go over today, and the number of big time dogs that people really weren't considering that got home and got home uh, quite easily yesterday that was impressive but i would say the big story from the the thursday maybe the biggest college basketball day of the year to some if you just like the mass amount of games was the amount of blown leads mm -hmm. and we can we can start wherever you want uh texas was the one that was really bothering me because i keep talking them up and the, the killer it with them it was so damn frustrating and it's always been the case that's why they can't just quite finish off these top teams when they play them, when they do hang around is, is these long dry spells they go. Right. And I know that's part of college basketball, but they go very long periods without scoring any points. And they just, they had a massive lead, add them to the list of teams that uh, they let TCU have that one. That, that was all on them. We had a lot of those yesterday, Aaron. We had yeah. Michigan blowing a lead, losing to Indiana. We had you know Syracuse up on Duke, couldn't finish that off. Duke came all the way back. Yesterday was about big leads, and then Baylor, teams couldn't hold too. on. How about Baylor? Yes. Um, it just seemed like teams that were up at halftime um, came from behind, and up the other teams won, and then some even – we saw some upsets. It was crazy. We haven't even got to the NCAA tournament yet. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you don't want to take too much away from one Thursday, you know, the week before the tournament. But it does make me wonder if we're in for something. We're in for the opposite of chalk next week. Because, you know, we we went out yesterday. We picked through a lot of games that we thought had some angles that were interesting. And there were a bunch of games we didn't talk about because we couldn't talk about 60 in one show. But there were a lot of yeah. games we didn't talk about that ended up being 
I mean, just not what we expected. I mean, you, you go to that St. John's Villanova game. Pro- Providence, we kind of felt that because this is all the way Providence plays, right? It's always close. But even that one, that took some some late heroics. A&M upsetting Florida. Yes, I had a Mar- couple parlays, and Marquette ruined both of them. Boo. We're on Marquette to win the Big East tournament. Out. Creighton has their I number. Know. I know. And, and, th- and there were some heavy favorites that almost lost. Uh, we can go all the way down to the Mac. That almost happened. But the big one yep. that jumped out was Arizona, an impactful injury last night. But they almost blew that game to Stanford. Was it a five-point finish? Eight, four, four point. What is point? Stanford doing? Yeah. How dare they? This is ridiculous. Yes. I know. You got a lot of problems with Stanford. What was that a 15-and-a-half-point yeah. spread Arizona was favored by? Uh, within the <laughs> last minute, it was a one-possession game. Uh, yesterday, it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty wild. I don't know that it signals that we're going to have complete chaos. But, um, you know, when you have title contenders bow out in their first game. When you see Baylor go down to Oklahoma to start things off, kind of tells you, okay, all right, strap in. But then, you know, some of the underdogs that I did like last night had no chance. You still have to score some points. Iowa State, hey, Virginia, you might want to score some points once in a while. Those games were brutal last night. As far as the primetime matchups, uh, not a lot there. Not a lot to chew on. No, no. Indiana no. beat Michigan, so the Hoosiers could get into the tournament now. That I know Kurt awesome. will be happy about that. That was great. Yes. Well, I mean, like two and a half. That was abysmal. That was. Well, I mean, it was awesome because Juwan Howard and Michigan stink, but. Yes, it's not awesome. Juwan Howard's got to get fired now, right? They got to go back. <sighs> he might have. I to. mean, look, one, it was Come working on, with Martelli. Paul. It's not working with Paul, Howard. Paul, you're never jumping on with the masses. What What's happening there? Ninety per, I, I would just guess it was 80, 90% on Michigan. I got a better number. I got two and a half. <laughs> Everyone else got three, okay. three and a half. Get out of here. Indiana stinks. Yeah. Their offense stinks. How did they put up? Like, I'm yeah. honestly more mad about the their team total going over. They scored 28 <laughs> points in the first half. And they yeah. drop what seventy something? Come on, their team total was sixty seven and a half. Did you We're- did you see what that loser Trace Jackson Davis said after the game too? No. After mm-hmm. the game, he was like, "Oh, Kofi got me last time, but I'm gonna get him back now." No, you're not, dude. Oh, He's boy. got five oh. inches and a hundred pounds on I you. Can't wait. By the way, I'm gonna be Polly Public today. Illinois. Polly laying the fall in. Let's go. All in. Actually, that's Paul's history the last couple weeks. Polly Public. Oh no. Fade Paul, Paul, were you on the Cougars too, and UCLA beat them by ten? Yeah, it was or, nine. Yeah, though. It, was, they... it was nine. Yeah, nine. We lost that on Wazoo, and yeah. I still uh, feel all... good about that number. I, I thought we had the right number. Yeah, we and they they hit like what three of the first four threes, six of the oh, first eight. Oh, and then eight, they went ice like cold. Then, ice ice, cold. They were like six to twenty something. I hate yeah. it. I hate it here. Well, quick question for the group: mm-hmm. Are we forgetting about March Moser? Mosier. I did consider that, you know, as right after that game, I'm like, I, I did consider them as a long shot for the big 12 tournament. Could, if they win today, would that surprise me? No, no, that no. Surprise me. It's just like, it's tough. Cause I've got their schedule pulled up right now. There's so much red in there. Just like mm-hmm. losses. I mean, if you look at the big, the good wins, obviously last They're night, great. last night, Texas tech, Arkansas, like they've, I think, and Porter was even saying, "Oh, we got four wins over top four teams, top four seed line teams." They got some good wins, and with him, first year in the program, figuring it all out at the end, like they're not in yet. 
that was their that... that was their fifth win against a top fifteen opponent. Yeah, I don't. That's know that tied for the most in the country, and they're on the bubble. They're top fifty in offense and defense efficiency. Right. I know, I know. But at some point, don't, don't those win impressive wins <laughs> knock everything else out? Yeah. Do, don't, do those trump the bad losses? That's the question. You have to look at the entire resume. They need today a lot more because they're still not in for sure. No, I mean, they went 7-11 and 11 in Big 12 play. A great conference. Seven, the, the top end. The top end. Well, yeah. they're doing it against great teams. No, I really know, but it just yeah, it's that, that stands out though. Seven eleven does stand out. So fun day mm-hmm. in college basketball. We got another one today. We'll dive into a lot of the games, and then of course everyone was tuning in last night to see what's the reaction in Philadelphia for Ben Simmons. Yes. Do you guys see? Do you see he snuck in to his seat while James Harden was being announced, and then the arena went black, so no one saw him come in, and then like the smoke cleared, and he was just sitting down. So he I mean, avoided the big boo. But the, the story of the game, guys, was not Ben Simmons. Obviously, he didn't play. The story of the game was the Nets crushed the Sixers. It wasn't I, even a game. I was Phenomenal. shocked. I was shocked. I was like, okay, let's see what's going on with this game. And I couldn't believe it. Where where has this Nets team been in then you hear Kyrie, KD, this is for Ben, this is for Ben, you come at Ben, you come at us. And I love wow. it. Wait, why were you shocked? I mean, there's a reason that the Nets have been favored almost the entire year for the title. And and they had all their dudes. It was phenomenal. Uh, that wasn't first, even close, though. I think it was just, no. wow. Wow, they put it on them. Here, here's why none of us should be surprised. It was the perception of a big game and hearted no-shows. Oh, we haven't seen this one before. Here we go, Joe G. Here's your signal. Get ready. I, I know people are freaking out right there. You know, the lead up and all that, they're losers everywhere. Just like these people that are waiting for Ben Simmons and some of the signs that were up. Guys, guys, you won. You won. You're a way better team than you would have been had Ben Simmons decided that he was going to play basketball for your squad. You are way better. You won in the end. Maybe you weren't a championship contender. Maybe on the cusp in the past, you got hardened. You won the trade. Before last night, it was working out, you know, in glowing terms. So just stop. What are you mad about? Seriously, I I don't understand what these people are mad about because they had to deal with the garbage. In the end, they win. Now, are you going to win a championship? That's that's obviously the big question. Man, that really sets up for a terrific playoffs. I, I can't wait. I hope they I hope they do match up. But to see Harden bomb again, I mean, this is the guy that he he's the worst in revenge games. He's the worst. Usually you you bet on those guys and you take the props over. The opposite. He is horrendous, and it happened again. Yeah, and and really there's a history of both. Joel Embiid and James Harden, they play worse in the playoffs throughout their careers than they do during the season. So, like, that's in the back of people's minds now. Like, can you trust them? Let's hear from Chuck last night, Charles Barkley, on James Harden, because he, he called him out for what you're saying, Joe. He doesn't rise to these big moments. This was a big game. You could see by their body language, their energy level. You could see by the post-game reaction. Yes, yeah, you <laughs> could see. But James Harden, when you get that reputation – and, it, and actually, let me say that it's going to be the same way about Ben Simmons. He's got the reputation. He won't shoot the ball. He can't make free throws. 
Until he does it, he's still going to have that reputation no matter what. And James has got the reputation. I think I can't – he struggled in all big games. I mean, because if you go back and look, even when they were in Houston, when they should have beat the Golden State Warriors, they were up. We were there. They, they, they were up until Chris Paul got hurt. We were there. Yeah, the, until Chris Paul got hurt. And Chris was the leader of that team. But James is developing a reputation, and it's fair. James is a terrific player, a great player. But when the lights are the brightest, he has played awful. And like I say, the thing about being a great player, you don't have to play great. You just can't stink up the joint. And he stunk up the joint tonight. Hmm. He did. I mean, uh, I, Kyrie was guarding him. I mean, he was all over him. So tough night for Harden, tough night for the Sixers. Nets win. And I Guys, as we play it out the next three weeks, the regular season, about a month ago, I think, four weeks, the Sixers should try as much as they can to avoid the Nets in the first round of the playoffs. And that's a very possible matchup. It could be the 2-7, depending on if the Nets are in that 7-8 and then win that first play-in game. This could be the first round. The Sixers could get bounced by Ben Simmons in the first round. It is a legitimate possibility. I've been talking about this for like a month. Isn't everybody going to be trying to avoid the Nets? Yes. So, I mean... we expect, I, I certainly do, the way things have gone and restrictions have been lifted. Everything's going to be fine with Kyrie, right? Does, is anybody worried about him as far as well, his ability to play? I'm not. I think you're right. But remember we thought a few weeks ago they were going to lift it. They did it for certain places but not the private sector. Like, he still can't play in Brooklyn. He's still yeah. right as of now. That's going to change. I, I you think you're right. Some, yeah, that's going to I think change. you're right. The other big news, of course, yesterday was baseball is finally back. We waited, and we said, wake us up when it's here. Jake is losing his mind. We're excited. We're going to do a whole future segment later. But um, the, the, the fun part now that we get past the nonsense is there should be like a free agent frenzy mixed into all of this other stuff going on. Like now? Like, yeah, right away. <laughs> What's happening? I thought I was going to wake up today and hear some big news. And hear well, about what's ma- happening. They're, there's probably, they're yeah. probably combing through the all the legal papers. They, nobody wants to get accused of tampering they're probably combing through everything they don't know how to pay these guys yet too probably yeah i i was hoping that there would be maybe one or two teams that were going to be ready to pounce immediately on bryant or correa maybe schwerber carlos rodan there are some big names out there anthony rizzo think of all those names that were dealt at the trade deadline last year so that's going to be fun and there are some things i like there's some things I don't like. I'm not going to complain too much. I'm not going over the top about it because I knew baseball was going to be here. It was just, is it going to be April or is it going to be May? And it wasn't going to be that big of a deal. But I did not expect it to be this quick. I did not expect guys to be returning to uh, be reporting to camp this weekend exactly what's going to be happening. Some rule changes, playoff format changes. We'll go over it today. We will. We'll hit it. We'll have some baseball futures next. Also, Khalil Mack traded the Chargers. The NFL teams just keep making <laughs> big moves. Free agency haven't started yet. It's going to be a wild couple of days here in the sport. We're coming up next, we'll dive into some college basketball futures plays, upsets yesterday, and we'll look forward to the weekend here at Conference Tournaments right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.